Welcome to the Inspiring Educators Podcast, a space where you can let go, learn, laugh, and be inspired. Let's first begin with introductions of our inspiring educators. Inspiring educators, introduce yourselves. Hi, everybody. It's Lila, the educator motivator, coming to you from Los Angeles. You can find me on Twitter at Miss Lila Nor at M-S-L-A-I-L-A-N-U-R. I am currently the regional coordinator for CPM for LAUSD. I am also now an instructional coach at Manual Arts Senior High School in Los Angeles, um, as well as a plethora of other things. Um, I know that we like to start off at the podcast with what we're grateful for, and it's because we really want to try and recenter ourselves. You know, we come from hectic weeks and everything is exhausting, and we want to really try and focus on the things that are making us happy. So for me this week, A few weeks ago, I did a professional development for CPM in Detroit, which was definitely an experience to really get them on board. But within my professional development, I had the pleasure of one of my participants being my middle school math teacher. And when I tell you about the full circle and the the, the feeling that that brought to be able to say that not only is she there, oh, my high school math teacher was also there, but I don't think you remember me. But to notice that she was there, she remembered me, and she was so open to me being her teacher. It, it was it was an experience that I can't even explain. It was a, it was wonderful. So that's what I'm really grateful for this week. So you got to teach your old teacher how to teach mm-hmm. math. Yep. <laughs> that's why that's a wild moment. I honestly do not know what I would do if one of my old teachers was in my session. Do I hey be petty and treat them like they treated me at times oh wow (laughs) or or do i rise above above it but this is dr christopher j childs the academic rock star your favorite teacher's favorite teacher favorite teacher favorite teacher yeah i'm a lot of people favorite teacher favorite teacher favorite (laughs) teacher you can check me out on social media at drk childs at drk childs this week i am grateful for our topic (laughs) i'm grateful for our topic because it relates to this week in reality back to school Kids are down here in the South getting ready to go back to school. I know up North, you still have like another month left, but down South, these kids are getting ready to go back to reality. So I cannot wait to see the school buses, the traffic jams, the shouts and the screams down hallways, all the good nuances. So I'm grateful for back to school occurring. Also, we're going to give a shout out to our co-host who is not on this week, this episode. He is actually busy getting ready for back to school at a new school <laughs> site. So, Jadrian, we hope you're listening. Matter of fact, Jadrian, you check us out on the podcast since you're not on. Right? <laughs> listen to the podcast. We'll send you the link to the podcast. We miss you, Jay. This week, we're talking about back-to-school tips, back-to-school tips. Like other first days in your life, your first day as a teacher in your own school classroom will have you feeling excited and anxious in equal measures. Don't worry too much. Even experienced teachers feel anxious about facing new students at the beginning of each school year. So just take a deep breath. Relax. Look around. Your classroom is ready regardless of what state is in. Double check your lesson plans and just get ready for a successful school year. On this episode, we're going to talk about back to school tips. What is it like? We can probably even reminisce on our very first day teaching in a classroom. And I remember it like it was yesterday. So Lila. Just back to school in general, what excites you? What what thoughts run to your mind during this time of the year of back to school? It's kind of like kids get excited for Christmas coming. 
for teachers and educators is like the kids are coming back to school. So you definitely get excited. So what are some of your thoughts as we approach back to school? I get excited about just getting to know my new set of students, Um, you know, being able to do some of those icebreakers, some of that team building, that class building really just makes me pumped up because I get a chance to get to know who I'm about to deal with or I'm about to work with for the next year. They get to know me. We get to figure out what those dynamics are, um, you know, and start to kind of open everybody up a little bit more so that, you know, we we build those uh, relationships early out the gate. I Back to school, it's been different for me every single year. You know, some years have been better than others. Um, it started to feel repetitive. And, you know, when I felt kind of repetitive, I was using the same stuff about two, three years. And I was like, we got to scrap that, um, which will be one of the things I mentioned probably a little later on about, you know, one of my tips I have. Yeah, I think it's an exciting time meeting the kids, especially I like meeting them at open house because I think the open house student and the first day of school student tells you a lot about the student. Typically, especially with the younger kids, even the older kids at open house, they're kind of quiet. They play the I'm the shy role because mom or dad is with them. In the first day of school, you kind of see, all right, this one may be my uh, student that's going to work with me this year. Or this may be my shining star student this year. Just because of the personalities they display on that first day of school. But what's cool about the first day, it's a lot, a lot of energy in the building. And it's, to me, the first day is probably one of the, I know a lot of people say, oh, the last day of school is the best. I think the first day is the best because of the ex- energy, excitement, and the positivity. Like everything is positive on that first day, aside from bail schedules being off, which is a reality. But that first day is a lot of positive energy. And I get excited about first days. I, I really love the first day because as we said prior, new teachers and old, everybody, I don't care how long you've been in education you still get excited in those knots in your stomach the night before on that first day. Oh my goodness. It never fails. Every single night before school starts, I have a dream that I'm late for school. Every, it never fails. Every single year, doesn't matter what time year, doesn't matter if it's the same day. It, every single year, the night before, I have a dream about not waking up late, forgetting everything and not making it to work on time. So I wake up, really early, like three, four o'clock in the morning. And then I don't get sleep. And then I end up being tired when I get to work on the first day. It's a cycle. I don't know what it is, even though I'm always ready. I'm always early, no matter where I'm at and where I'm, um, I'm doing. But that that's just been my cycle. But it, it tells me that I'm excited and I'm like subconsciously, constantly thinking about everything that's about to happen. So my first day routine, I have a first not a first day routine, a first weekend before school routine. The weekend before school, that Saturday and Sunday, I refuse to do anything related to work. I do everything I need to do that Friday up and up until, you know, the end of the summer, the Friday before school starts. And Saturday and Sunday, I don't do anything. But I have one ritual I do every single year. I watch Lean On Me, the movie. Lean On Me. <laughs> You're laughing every single year before the first. It's like, my night before Christmas movie, that is my day before school. I watch Lean On Me, and I call that Get My Mind Right movie before I go back to school. To our listeners out there, make, reach out to us and comment. What, is, what are some things you go through on that night before school? Everybody has a ritual or they get nervous. Like, What are some things that happen to you on the night before school? It'd be interesting. 
Lila, do you remember your very first day teaching? Man, I think I do. <laughs> I think I do. What do you remember about it? I was super excited. Actually, no, I do remember. I was wearing, <laughs> I made a mistake and wore heels. That's what it was. <laughs> I remember I made a mistake and wore heels. And I know I'm not about that life. <laughs> um, and I remember sweating a lot because <laughs> I, I sweat in general and I'm nervous. But I also remember doing a lot of laughing because that's my MO anyway just in terms of um, doing some of those icebreakers and getting to know the kids and just really like listening to what they say and having those genuine, genuine interactions. I, I remember being nervous for maybe the first, cause you know, that's the, the, the first day you see all of the students, even if you know you're on a regular bell schedule or block, block schedule. And those first few periods, it was like, okay, all right, here we go. And then after maybe like the second one, it felt like, you know, like clockwork and I was going and I felt good. And I, you know, every new class period that came in, I was like, oh, wow, look at these kids. I don't know who this is. Look at this person. They're talkative. Kind of like what you said, Chris, about, you know, you get to kind of see the personalities of those students and um, think about how they develop over the years. But I, I mean, I remember being excited. That was my first year teaching. Actually, <laughs> I recorded a lot of Instagram videos <laughs> of me singing in my classroom. <laughs> But I, it, it, when I was looking back at them, I realized it was because I was really happy my first year teaching. I was excited all the time. It's funny, Lila mentioned Instagram when she first started teaching. Instagram w- was not out when I first started teaching. <laughs> <laughs> to give you and to give you an idea of when I first started teaching, when Facebook first started, you had to use your college email address to get online. I wasn't. Just beginning my first year of teaching when Facebook was just starting. So it just gives you an idea of just the the difference in times for Lila to be Instagramming and for me to just be experiencing (laughs) smartphone when I first started teaching. But I remember my first day, I was nervous. I remember I'm, no matter how old I get, I'm still like a young kid when it comes to first day of school. I have to have a fresh outfit on. And I remember my first day of school. I have a picture of my first day. I'm going to post it on social media if I can find it, my first day of teaching. I remember I had on a nice shirt and tie combo, and the lady came in and took a picture of all the first-year teachers as like a memory and keepsake. I'm going to try to find that picture. I'm definitely going to post it on social media. But that was my first day. I remember that from the outfit. I remember the first day. I, was, I thought I was cool. I thought I was cool. Young, young fly guy. And my first day was uneventful. The biggest thing at the high school level was dealing with the bail schedule. And the, because the lunch schedule and all the bells are off. But other than that, it was a smooth first day. As we think about being a smooth first day, let's give some teachers. I'm going to give 12 different tips. A 12. Usually I try to give three or four or five. Today I got 12 back to school tips. Huh? Lila, I'm going to let you chime in. On, I'm going to let you chime in as you feel the need with the 12 strategies. The first tra- strategy for teachers, familiarize yourself with the school. Because whether you in elementary or high school, you're going to get the proverbial, where is blank? Know the school, even if you need to, it's a big school or you're new, get a map. But you need to familiarize yourself with the school. Another free, this is part of tip number one, find the bathroom. <laughs> like as a teacher, 
but a lot of people never think where's the restroom for us to go as teachers. You, unless you're bold, you may not want to go in the student restroom. So you need to know where the restroom is at and every teacher knows how long or how many steps it takes to get to the closest bathroom. I knew, I knew down to a T I could get from my portable to the back portals and be back in the room in three minutes. I had it down because I didn't trust my students at some points. So like, I got three minutes, let them work on the sash, run to the restroom and run back. So familiarize yourself with school. Number two, know the school policies for teachers. A lot of schools have teacher handbooks. So identify if your school has a teacher handbook and just understand the policies and don't go in there trying to be a rebel, whether you're a new teacher, I'm going to do my thing or old teacher. Just follow, the rules are there for a reason. Follow the rules. If you don't like a rule, meet with your administrator and discuss the rules and policies they have in place. Absolutely. You need to get that handbook. Cause listen, my first two years teaching, I didn't know I had to fill out a form when I went to conferences, you know, what was happening. I didn't get paid for all those conferences. I went to my first two years and had to go back and find documentation and retroactively get all the money. And I didn't even know, cause first of all, I didn't even know how to read my paycheck. <laughs> so you need to get all of that information, everything that you need to be doing, all those necessaries, those mandatories, those non-negotiables. You need to know about those day one. Lila wasn't getting paid. So it just tells you how <laughs> know the policy. Also know the policy for the students. I know a lot of schools have the code of conduct for students. Just understand big picture. What are the rules for the students? Help the parents understand the rules. Tip number four, meet your coworkers. Get out of your classroom and meet your coworkers. Get to know different people. And when you meet your coworkers, stay from around the teacher's lounge and the water cooler. Like teachers that hang around the teacher lounge and, and water cooler are typically up to no good. Find some other teachers to meet and greet, but stay out the teacher's lounge. That's usually just gossip, gossip and a bunch of foolishness going on. Tip number five, organize your classroom. A lot of teachers spend so much time organizing their classroom. I'm impressed. I'm a, I taught high school. My classroom looked like a high school room. I needed an artist or someone to come in. Like I, in hindsight, I want to apologize to all of my students that experienced that classroom. <laughs> it was not pretty. It was not. It was. It was horrible. I'm. Oh my gosh. I'm embarrassed. Like nowadays, I'm embarrassed that that was my classroom. But I wasn't into uh, having, I just, I'm not a decorative person. So I, I need, I should have had somebody come in. Prepare materials for the first day. Just think about what do you really need for the first day? A lot of people right now is Friday when we're recording this episode and some places school is going to start Monday. There's someone right now in the copy room jamming up the, the copy machine, trying to get a whole bunch of copies made before the first day. Lila, what are your thoughts on those first day copies? Oh, come on. Please start making those copies well prior to that Friday before because it all, it never fails. And don't let it be one of those shared copiers where everybody can just Bluetooth send down stuff because it lets you send out. I've sent stuff down so many times that somebody just pressed cancel on what I was sending. Because they thought that what they, what they had was more important than what I had. And now I got an attitude. I'm trying not to take it out on the person because everybody feels the same way. And we literally got 20 minutes before school starts. You know, it's just, it's a whole thing. Start really planning ahead of time, you know, and figure out if you can, can you get to the school earlier? You know, I know you're a lot of times those first year teachers are worried that first week before about decorating the classroom in the classroom together. Try to do both at the same time. Like, spend 
X number of hours working on the classroom and then take an hour to do some planning and take some hour to make some copies or do what you have to do. But, you know, you don't want to spend that Friday, let alone that Monday morning trying to get everything together because you're going to be hurt because somebody just might not show up to even open up the copier room. So I'll give credit. My principal, Mark Brown, he made us a promise the week of pre-planning, all of your copies would be in your room by Monday morning. I don't know if he stayed at the school that weekend or if he paid Kinko's. Everybody had their copies of whatever you requested that Monday morning. So Mm. shout out to Principal Mark Brown. I heard he's retired now, but I was impressed. I was like, I had a lot to get copied. and Everybody's stuff was sitting on their desk the first day of school. That was pretty cool. Nice. Tip number six, prepare materials for the first day. We talked about that one. Tip number seven, create lesson plans for the first week. Now, for the new teachers, do not create super detailed plans because it would change and you get frustrated. Give yourself some freedom and flexibility that first week for students to come in and out of the classroom for things to go good, things to go bad, but don't be so fixated. Oh my gosh, I'm five minutes off my schedule. Hey, it's going to be okay. It's the first week of school. Relax. Yeah, I don't do any official stuff until like the second week. I might, you know, introduce a few things. We do, like I said, a lot of class building. But in terms of that first week, I know people are in the wrong class. They're leaving and now you're supposed to be at the school. You know, some people are going to come into the class. You know, by the second week, we're feeling a little bit more secure and we're going to get started doing some of my actual procedural, you know, classroom expectations. But other than that, that first week is kind of easy breezy. <laughs> I don't think y'all heard Lila. She, I've heard of people being in the wrong class. Lila says some people are at the wrong school. Yeah, they like, you know, I'm just here for uh <laughs> for today, but I'm just really supposed to be over at Crenshaw over here. Like, what? <laughs> You're across town, sir. <laughs> Go. Tip number eight, practice with technology. Your technology will fail at some point. Have a backup plan, practice with technology. Number nine is important. Arrive early on the first day. Do not rush out of the house. It like throws off your day. Wake up a little earlier. Give yourself extra time for your commute. And that way you can just woosah before class starts. Number 10, greet students and begin to learn their names. This is important. You should greet every single day, every one of your students as they walk in the door. And you learn a lot about your students. You learn a lot about how they're feeling for today. But most importantly, learn their names. Everyone's names have values. Don't give them nicknames. Don't mispronounce the name. Like, take your time to learn your student's name, regardless of how you feel about that student and their name. Absolutely. I know some people do like the little name tents and then they, you know, get to the new, the new icebreakers, you know, you have a name tent and you put feedback on there every um, day for the first week. I'll go to 99 cent store and I buy a packs of 25 uh, name tags and they put name tags on every day, right? For at least the first few days where, and I mean, I could buy a lot of them, and be able to, you know, get them out to all my students and not feel like I really broke the bank. So that for me is really easy because I can see it right on their shirt. They wrote it in their handwriting. I'm getting to know their handwriting and all that, their aesthetic. And so I'm able to say, okay, that's Emma or Darius or whomever. Tip number 11, start teaching something meaningful on the first day. As Lida pointed out, things are going to change. But find a piece to do something meaningful. You don't want them watching TV or playing because it kind of sets the tone. So you want to do something to get them involved. But as Lila stated, it's going to be changes. So don't go super deep into your deep intellectual brain and doing all this stuff that you're going to redo anyway. 
but you want to do something that's uh, strategic and structural, structured so students understand, hey, this is going to be about business. And number 12, enjoy the ride. And it is going to be a ride. As we think about these 12 back to school tips, Lila, any last minute, what's your biggest tip you want to offer to either new experienced teachers for back to school? What's your biggest tip? After my first year, every year, I think about three things to change. So I think about how am I going to improve or change my assessments, whether it be formative or summative. I think about how am I going to improve a collaboration or change it? And how am I going to some way, in some form, tweak my instruction? Because, you know, once we create things and we like them, we have a, a tendency to stick with it and only do that and feel like it's already perfect. But the reality is, is that people are developing, innovating, and creating an amazing new way to look at mathematics education. And so every single year I try to think about the conferences I go to and the people that I talk to and how I can improve those three things in my classroom um, by looking through those different lenses. I think that's some good advice. My advice piggybacks on Lila. Just find, if you're a veteran teacher, find something, one or two things you want to change and improve upon this year. If you're a new teacher, Promise yourself you're going to get better every single day. If you're doing that, you're going to be fine. You're going to have a good career. If you're new, if you've been in the game a while, continue to improve and challenge yourself to do something better every day. Which leads us to our inspirational moment. This is designed to give you a little mm, to make it through to the next episode because we give, we give you one every single episode. This week's inspirational moment is being brought to you by yours truly, Dr. Christopher J. Child. I'm going to be short. I'm going to be brief, but I'm going to give you something to think about. The last tip was enjoy. Enjoy the moment. Enjoy the year. Just enjoy what you're doing as an educator. I want to build upon that tip and think about something someone told me my very first year teaching. Jere Blemon, she was across the hall from me. She said, Chris, roll with the punches. Roll with the punches. School year is going to be filled with ups and downs. Some things are going to go great. Some things are going to go bad. But at the end of the day, think about what's going to matter. That's your students. As we think about rolling with the punches, some things they're going to do administratively and the students that you don't like, when you get the, it's going to be like a gut punch. It's going to hurt. You just roll with it, get back up, dust yourself off, and you keep moving on. If it don't apply, let it fly. But just roll with the punches as you go throughout the school year. Stop taking things so personal. Stop being so argumentative. Stop being so negative, Nelly. Be positive in everything and see the brighter and bigger picture. How's this benefiting and impacting my students? For me, anybody would tell you throughout my entire career, my only concern is the students. I'm not concerned about the pay. The pay is what it is. You sign, when I signed on dot line, I knew what I'd be getting paid. I wasn't concerned about the schedule. I was only concerned. How can I provide my students a high quality experience and in the case for what I do mathematics? That's the only concern I had. And I will fight you tooth and nail if they're not going to get a high quality experience. But all the other stuff that used to come down the pipe from, hey, we got to do a, a professional development today or this is going to change or this is going to change. I just roll with the punches. And I've used that mantra throughout my career and it's really helped and benefit me because I only focus and care about what's going on with the students. All other stuff, the politics and all that good stuff. I just roll with the punches, do what I can do, control what I control, and I move on. So this year, as you begin your back-to-school trek, roll with the punches, enjoy the ride. It's going to be all right. 
Some days are going to be good. Some days are going to be bad. But always remember why you got in this business. I hope you got in this business for the sake of our students and providing them a high quality educational experience. Because Malcolm X once stated, education is the passport to the future. We thank you all for tuning in to the Inspiring Educators podcast. We appreciate each and every one of our listeners. We hope you have a marvelous year. And until the next episode, we out. We O-U-T. Bye. <laughs>